Hi guys, I'm Lainey Travis, and I want to welcome you to the Gospel on the Go podcast. If you're anything like me, your day-to-day life is busy and your schedule sporadic. So finding time to connect with God during the day can be challenging. This podcast offers short, power-packed Bible messages in under 10 minutes, making it easy to incorporate God's Word into your day-to-day life. So whether you're commuting to work, carpooling kids to soccer, folding that last load of laundry, or sitting in a waiting room, Gospel on the Go will meet you where you are and make it easy to connect with God and feed your soul. Gospel on the Go will air a new episode every Monday and bring the truths of the Bible into your busy life. Welcome to episode 20 of Gospel on the Go. Today is titled, How to Lead in Faith. Today we're going on a missionary journey with the Apostle Paul, and we will see how Paul led in faith despite his dire circumstances. This story takes place in Acts chapters 27 and 28. But before we dive into this voyage, let's learn a little about Paul. Who is Paul? Paul was a missionary for God who, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, wrote a majority of the New Testament of the Bible. He wrote 13 out of the 27 books. Before Paul was a missionary for Christ, he was known as Saul of Tarsus, and he was a Pharisee. A Pharisee is a strict Jewish sect who adhered to strict observance to the Mosaic Law. The Pharisees were adamantly against Jesus and his teachings of mercy and grace. Paul was a leader amongst this sect, and he persecuted Christians and even stoned them to death. That all changed when Jesus appeared to Paul in a vision and his life was completely transformed. Saul, the persecutor, became Paul, the missionary. Paul then willingly surrendered his life to Christ, knowing that suffering would be a huge part of his mission. He says in 2 Corinthians 12.10, This is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weakness, in insults, in hardships, in persecution, and in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. He goes on to say, I consider our present sufferings worth nothing compared to the glory that will be revealed in us. Paul became a leader in the faith. We'll pick up today in Acts 27 and see how Paul's leadership in the faith saved not only his life, but the lives of those sailing with him on this journey across the sea. In Acts 27, 1 through 2, it says when it was decided that we would sail for Italy, Paul and some other prisoners were handed over to a centurion named Julius, and then they put out to sea. Paul is getting on a ship, going on a journey to Rome as a prisoner. Why is Paul a prisoner? Paul was being held in prison in Caesarea by the Romans for preaching the gospel. Jesus appeared to Paul in prison and gave him a word that he would leave Israel and go preach the gospel in Rome. Two years passed after this word, yet Paul remained in prison and endured many unfair trials. He then appealed to Caesar, and this is where the journey begins. Paul is going to Rome as a prisoner. To the men on board, Paul looked like a lowly prisoner in chains, but Paul knew he was an ambassador for Christ on that ship. He had a higher mission. As Jesus followers, we have a call on our lives. Paul says we are Christ's ambassadors to this world. God strategically places us in our circumstances to be leaders of faith right where we are. So whether you're a preschool teacher in a classroom, a clerk at a bank, a stay-at-home mom, or a volunteer at school, if you belong to Jesus, you are an ambassador for Christ there. You have a purpose there. Paul knew his calling, and his attitude was one of humility. God is big on humility. And this humility thing is working for Paul. Let's look at the next verse. In Acts 27.3, it says, The next day, when they landed at Sidon, and Julius, in kindness to Paul, allowed him to go to his friends so they might provide for his needs there. The guard assigned to Paul let him go see his friends at their first stop. He trusted Paul's character. Paul had earned his favor by his humble, respectful attitude. Paul was a prisoner, but he wasn't angry. And he had every right to be angry. He was innocent and he had been in prison for over two years, yet he trusted God and he accepted his plight. People respond to those who are humble and gentle. In a world of entitlement, humility surprises people. The Bible says, humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up. Paul immediately began influencing those in authority over him because of his humble attitude. 
He got special privileges that the other prisoners didn't get. He became a leader amongst the prisoners. It says in verse 4, From there they put out to sea again and passed to the Lee of Cyprus because the winds were against them. They then landed at a place called Fair Haven, and this was a turning point in the journey. Paul sees that the winds are getting aggressive, and he decides to speak up to warn the others aboard the ship. Paul says, Men, much time has been lost, and sailing has already become dangerous. So Paul warned them. He says, I can see our voyage is going to be disastrous and bring great loss to ship and cargo and to our lives as well. Paul led in faith with his words. There are times in our lives when we're in the boat with someone and we have a relationship with them, we're doing life with them, that God will lead us to speak up on their behalf to prevent a future shipwreck in their life. For example, you may say something like, hey girl, I wouldn't send that text in anger. That may cause a shipwreck situation. Wait and let your emotions subside. Or that habit, it seems self-destructive and I'm worried about you. I love you too much not to say something. We do this with our kids. We tell them, don't go to that party or keep that friend at an arm's length. We speak up on their behalf. Paul warned these men with his words. In verse 11, it says, but the centurion, instead of listening to what Paul said, followed the advice of the pilot and owner of the ship and they sailed on. There are times we warn people and they don't listen. And this is what happened here. Paul was forced to go on a journey he knew was doomed to fail. And verse 14 says, Before very long, a wind of hurricane force called the Northeaster swept down from the island. The ship was caught by the storm and could not head into the wind, so we gave way to it and were driven along. Have you ever been driven along by someone else's dysfunction? This is what's happening here. The consequences were severe. It says in verse 18, We took such a violent battering from the storm, the next day they began to throw cargo overboard. If we make a mess of our own life by making a slew of bad choices, that's one thing. Paul was caught up in this storm, and it wasn't his fault. How do we lead in that type of situation? We may be wondering, God, why did you pull me into this mess or into this dysfunction? Why is my husband doing this? Why are my kids making those choices? Why did my best friend go down that road? Well, it's important to know that if you're on the boat, in that storm, with that person, God has you there for a reason. God needs you on that boat. He's going to ask you to lead in faith. This is what happened with Paul. Paul speaks up again. Verse 21 says, After the men had gone a long time without food, Paul stood up before them and said, Men, you should have taken my advice not to sail from Crete. Then you would have spared yourselves this damage and loss. He is basically saying, I told you so. He's making sure the lesson is learned. He's acknowledging the bad choice. But then he goes on to say, But now I urge you to keep up your courage because none of you will be lost. Only the ship will be destroyed. He says, But now. He acknowledges the mistake, and then he moves forward. He doesn't get stuck in bitterness. He doesn't continue to punish them. He doesn't continue to remind them of their failures. He speaks the truth and moves on. See, we can get stuck in anger, and we can shame people over and over, but we as leaders in the faith need to speak up, acknowledge the truth, forgive, and move on. Now, the men aboard the ship were all ears. They were listening to what Paul had to say. There were 276 men on that ship, and Paul was going to lead them to land. Verse 20 says, Neither the sun or the moon appeared for many days, and the storm continued raging. The men finally gave up all hope of being saved. They'd given up hope. We can't live without hope. We're going to see how Paul leads them in faith by sharing his hope. In verse 23, Paul says, Last night an angel of God, of whose I am and whom I serve, stood beside me and said, Do not be afraid, Paul. You must stand trial before Caesar, and God has graciously given you all the lives of those who sail with you. So keep up your courage, men, for I have faith in God that it will happen just as he told me. Sometimes God has you on that boat in that storm with those people so you can share your hope with them. You can share Jesus with them. These men were not believers, but because Paul was in their boat, they would see his faith. They would see how he put his hope in Jesus. In Acts 27, 41, it says the ship struck a sandbar and ran aground. 
and it was broken to pieces by the pounding surf. The ship was broken apart, but those on board had to swim to the land or grab onto planks to reach the land safely. As God promised, everyone made it to shore. The boat ran aground on the island of Malta. The men stayed at this place for three months before they put out to sea again, and they eventually made it to Rome. Paul became a leader in faith on this journey. As a lowly prisoner, God used him to save the men aboard the ship, both physically and spiritually. There was purpose for Paul in that shipwreck. I want us to close today in knowing that we are leaders. We are ambassadors for Jesus in our businesses, in our schools, in our communities, in our families, and in our churches. God has divinely placed us there to lead others to Him. And there are times we will go through storms, detours, shipwrecks, but in Christ, we are called to lead in the faith. How do we lead? We lead like Paul, we lead with humility, we lead with our words, and we lead with hope by sharing our faith in Jesus. Thank you for taking time to listen to the Gospel on the Go podcast. And I pray these Bible teachings bring the life-changing power of God's Word into your everyday life. For more resources, visit LaneyTravis.com. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and share this podcast with someone today.